This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Trash to Cash Podcast, <laughs> episode 121. How's it going, everyone? I'm Dave, the ADH guy. With me, as always, is Carrie, the American Arbitrage, and yes. special guest, Mel. Mel. Better looking, better sounding, better everything than Kevin, but she is wearing the Commonwealth Picker shirt, so it's all good in the neighborhood. Carrie's like a little dead inside, but I literally told him this was going to happen. I said it like six times in the last week. Okay, so I, the Super Bowl just ended 10 seconds ago. 10 seconds ago, and Kerry was rooting for the 49ers. Yeah. And I told him, I said, Taylor's team's going to win because they want I Taylor's I thought Taylor Swift was going to score the winning touchdown. I thought they were going to put her want, in. Dude, they want her fans to come back next year. Was she so even they, there? I couldn't tell if she was she there. She was there they with showed Ice her 40 Spice. Times. She was there yeah. with Ice Spice, who is, uh, my kids were telling me, is some sort of famous singer, I don't know, with Cardi B mm-hmm. or something. There we and go. And they're shaking their butts, I guarantee it. So, uh, Carrie, are you sad? Like, are you a little dead inside? Uh, no, I like that we just went right into the podcast. No, it's it's it, it's helping me numb the pain. Good, dude. Come on, you knew it. This was my Listen, first. I'm this was even... my first official sports bet. I'm never gonna fin- financially recover from this. I bet a hundred dollars. Yeah, and now it's you over. lost it. And I lost it all. He lost it all. Listen. At Carrie, you don't ever bet against Swift. You just don't I do it. That, that was such you a know, dumb move. That was really dumb, yeah. Yeah, you should have bet on – I bet there was some casino out there. You're in Vegas. There was some casino that was doing some sort of like odds of how many times they show Taylor. No, and it that... was four and a half was the over-under. I saw it on Instagram. It, it was like four and a half – it was like five times in the first six minutes. Yeah. It would have been yeah. easy money. Of course. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the bet I would have taken. We're, I feel like we're being rude to Mel. Mel's no, well, here. Me and Mel have All been the talking way from for, Australia. Listen, me and Mel have been talking for 30 minutes while you've been watching sports ball. So <laughs> Mel, and, Mel and I are just chatting along. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, how you doing, Mel? Welcome to the podcast. I'm good. Thank you for thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. Don't worry. If you say anything offensive to Kevin, we can cut it out, but we won't. So just remember. <laughs> we would, we, I, I knew Kevin wasn't here, so I was like, well, I, I really had to toss up whether or not, you know, I wore my back from burnout t-shirt, oh, yeah. you know, or if I support No, yeah, you got to support Kevin. Kevin. If you had a Titleist hat with some glasses on it, too, that would be also good. And maybe if you had, uh, what are they called, hair plugs? And hair plugs. Yeah. You hair know, dye. Really look yeah. like him, yeah. And, uh, and a fanny pack. Yes. Now, if you guys don't know Mel, uh, her YouTube channel is back from burnout. It's the number two YouTube channel in Australia after Disgruntled Octopus. Yes. Uh, but, you know, she's <laughs> yes. trying to catch him. She's trying to Aussie. catch him. Ozzy's <laughs> hey, right hey, phone. Now, you don't – the key would be you need to put on, like, some sort of fish mask or something that is, like that. That's the thing success. in Australia, right? You have to have, like, some sort of mask and do a podcast that, like, <laughs> dozens right. of people watch. 
know, you, it's the only way to be transparent. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be transparent, you have to wear an You have to mask. disguise your identity. Speaking of transparency, Apparently. let's get right into all the drama so I can put Daily Refinement's name in the title. <laughs> you left his group. You're now in Tekken Sports Group. You're and such a Tekken, jerk. Which group's better? That's all I want to know is which group's better. Which group is better? It, it's, ba- it's basically the same group. Tech's group okay. is basically what the old Daily Refinement one. So what is the Daily Refinement group Nothing really now. changed. So what is the Daily uh, Refinement group? Is it is different, different then? It's different. The only thing that's different is Chris is not there. And Chris um, Daily Refinement? Chris, yeah, so Chris Daily Refinement used to do the morning calls and okay. now Tech does a morning call. So, um, but the but the actual group has pretty much stayed like it's the same. Well, but format. so my question is what is what is Chris's group now? Is it completely She's not in different? it though. She does, you don't no. know? No, I'm not I mean, I'm still a member of both groups okay. and everything, but I it's really kind of I feel like it's a bit of a um conflict of interest to kind of be in both while I'm doing some because I'm like I host a couple of the zooms in the call and everything and I don't I don't want to be distracted by one group and what's in the other yeah yeah yeah. I was just curious if it's like vastly different or if it's pretty much the same just different people I'm not sure. I, okay. I think most of the original group are over now in Tech's group. Some mm. of them stayed on and did both for a did while. Both, I think yeah. them, I think a lot of them, I think there's a lot of new people in Chris's group. And some people did stay in there, and I think some people have done both. But Do you um, have any yeah. suggestions for us to try to get our Patreon up to like 40, yeah. 50 grand a month? Do we have to, do we have to start teaching li- people stuff? lingering at 900 bucks, and we really would like to accelerate our growth. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. I mean, the only, the only tip I've got is you've just got to, add some keep, sort of value should, adding that value <laughs> should we should we should we start teaching about a place where we aren't allowed to sell maybe and teach about how you should sell on it would that be a good play maybe you could Something. teach about all the things that you you know like yeah. you shouldn't be doing <laughs> we're making you so uncomfortable <laughs> We like to, Mel, the, right when we start off a call, we want to make them as, you know, the guest as uncomfortable as possible. And so I feel like we've done a pretty good job so far. Yeah. We can now move on to the main topic that you're interested in, ASMR. She's a big <laughs> ASMR fan. It's all she watches, all she listens to. If you watch her latest video, it is literally, how long is it? It's it's literally just noises of packing orders, right? It's just 30 minutes of me packing an order. Packing you order. hear kangaroos in the background. Carrie, how, she has unlocked the key to free money. She literally <laughs> just turns on the camera and packs orders and doesn't fart for 30 minutes and she gets money. <laughs> she just has to hold the farts for 30 minutes. We could do it. I can't do that. I, I can't no. hold them for no. 30 minutes. <laughs> I will say I didn't make much money from that video because I deliberately didn't put any ads in the middle of it because I figured like ASMR should be kind of relaxing and not interrupted. Okay. So I didn't I, I didn't put any ads inside that video because I was very mindful and you I you made the mistake of money. trying to you were trying to be an artist there. Always take the money. Always take the money. Don't worry about the art. Just put the ads in. Yes. Was, if you I was very if you mindful. I was mindful of my viewers. Now, (laughs) if you focus on the money, you can own a BMW i8 and live in Florida like Rockstar. Rockstar the flipper. (laughs) No, so Mel, you do uh, great content. Great content, guys. If you haven't seen Mel, back from burnout on YouTube, she, you might, you might be able to tell from her voice, she is not a United States resident. Do you want to talk about where you live? Which I blew, it blew my mind. I think you live in the capital of Australia. Is that true? I do. Uh, who, can't we? Oh, dang it! I wanted to ask oh. Kerry what the capital was. He was gonna say Sydney. 
I was, I was, I was, I was going to say, I was, I knew it wasn't Sydney though. I thought it was Sydney. What What did you think it was? What is it? Canbury? How how do you say it? (laughs) Canberra. Canberra. Cadbury eggs. Cadbury eggs. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Canberra. Yeah. But that's near Sydney. Yes. Yeah. About three, three and a half hours. Oh, okay. That's not that near. Well, I feel, I feel like everything in Australia is like far away from each other though, right? Like there's a lot of distance and you can't like drive through the middle of Australia, right? There's not much there other than like the outback, right? There's just steakhouses every 20 miles and that's it. Yeah. I went to outback. I actually went to outback with my wife the other day on like a little day date. And I was like, oh man, I remember when Paul brought Mel here, she must have really (laughs) felt at home. She must have really felt at home. I felt felt like I literally just stepped into Australia. It was amazing. Did, did you order the blooming onion? Of course, the blooming onion. Yes. Oh yes. my yes. goodness! Yeah, I, I think I didn't stop laughing when they brought out that onion. I was like, do they really think that Australians have onions this size? Like, do they not? Like so? So tell me, like your outback snakes experience. in the toilet. I know that much about Australia. <laughs> Mel There's went snakes to outback, and, and I know you've talked about it a little bit, but you never talked about it on our show. Tell us, like, how close is it to Australia life in the outback well, the- steakhouse? Well, I would say that the beers, the beer sizing was correct. The beers, the beer sizing, <laughs> we, we, okay. We had a good size beer. Australians okay. like their beers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean the the menu, it was it was funny. Like it just made me laugh the whole time. So. <laughs> <laughs> but the blooming onion was the best. But it was delicious. Oh, yeah, it is delicious. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Listen, if you come back, if you come visit Florida, we have an outback right in my neighborhood. So okay. we just, I'm you know, we're back. going. Next time we're I'm going. coming yeah. to stay with you. Yeah, exactly. Well, te- go to Texas Roadhouse and just pretend oh, it's Outback Steakhouse. Actually, I, I I prefer Texas Roadhouse personally. Because they dance. Yeah. Texas Roadhouse. And then they do, do they the dance? dances. Yeah, you used to work serious. there. Did you dance? No, I worked at Olive Garden and I did dance, but that wasn't part of my job. I just, <laughs> it was just a little extra to get tips. <laughs> and did it work? No. I, I, I <laughs> no. remember I quit no. pretty quickly. Yeah. Quit. I was not fired. Of... <laughs> quit. Involuntarily fired. quit. So Carrie, <laughs> I mean, they definitely now tell us just really quick, me and Mel, because we don't we don't want to spend money on Paramount Plus. Like, what happened in the last ten seconds that made Taylor's people win? Like, what happened? A touchdown. But like, so how did you know Pat... it was coming, or was it like an interception? No, like John, John. You knew it was close because Don was getting into it, saying, "Guys, like she, like she'd followed the 49ers her whole life. She just yeah. barely started paying attention twelve yeah. minutes ago." But my stepson, her son, is like a diehard 49ers fan. He's probably he hasn't texted me yet, so he's probably he's upset. Probably, he's probably he's, he's probably, probably crying. <laughs> I told him he owed me money if I didn't cover my oh, bet. So. Oh man! Um, but uh, no, it was it was it, it was wasn't like insane. An it was a great though. game it though. Was just... Objectively, as someone who doesn't really care about yeah. either team, as far as American football is concerned, it was a really, really, really good game. One of the better ones in a long okay. time. Because it was oh, entertaining. It was exciting. Yeah. You didn't know what was going to happen. I'm a little confused that you're at your house because you told me you were watching it at the casino. I did. I went to the casino, but there was no seats. It was just too packed. So you just came home to watch it. Exactly. Oh, okay. And apparently we had Paramount+. Plus. I wasn't sure we even had that. So we did, and so we're watching the game. Okay, cool. American and, uh, football, it's like Aussie rule football, but they're wearing helmets and stuff. I think Aussie rule football, they don't wear anything. They're just they just break bones okay. and stuff. We're it seems dangerous. You're much tougher. I did hear though that in the American football game, the gridiron, there's only actually like twelve minutes of actual football that happens within that whole time period of that game. That's probably I mean there's twelve Maybe. there's twelve minute there's 12 minute quarters, I think it is, but the problem yeah. is there's so much clock running. It probably is actually 12 actual minutes, if that, of actual movement, 
Whereas yeah, like Aussie okay. rule football, they're always right. moving. They're always oh, moving. Always. And then... I've never. Yeah, that's it, a good wait, point. Can you tell me is is Aussie world football? Is it is it different? Rules football. I'm... Aussie world is a different. Thing. I thought I said Aussie world. I'm like, what is this? It sounds fun. <laughs> Aussie I, rules I'm in. Football. Oh, Aussie <laughs> rules. Okay, and yeah. they're it's like rugby. It's different. It's just like our. It's football. kind of like rugby, right? Similar. Okay. Yeah. I would say. I don't really watch the Aussie rules. That's more more the people who live in Melbourne are really big into the Aussie rules. Where I am, we're more into the rugby league, which is a little bit tougher. Like that's and so how does that compare to my favorite, the XFL? The, you know, the greatest. <laughs> the XFL. <laughs> Do you remember the XFL? That's, that might be too, too <laughs> obscure. Uh, it's just like the NFL, but like run by the WWF Wrestling Corporation. <laughs> is this still a so, thing? Yeah, it's still around, actually. Oh, really? They, okay. they brought it back and forth like several times in the Dude, last 20 years. I feel years. like I saw a movie where some guy like got relegated to the XFL, and then he finally got a chance back in the NFL because he was doing so good in the XFL. Isn't there a sports movie about that or something? I don't, um, there, there's one about Kurt Warner, but he was in a different league, arena football. That's like that's. I think that's what I'm yeah, talking about. That's yeah, Kurt yeah, Warner, yeah. and he was bagging groceries, and then he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, what was the name of that movie, though? It's called The Kurt Warner Story, Football Stuff. I wouldn't have Two. watched it if it was called that. <laughs> like somehow that I got would... tricked into watching it. There's no it was way it's called it was an called American that. Tale. Five okay. goes west. Yeah, I love that movie. So Mel, uh, it is midday for you. That's nice. Carrie's got me doing a podcast at eleven, <laughs> like which is 11 past PM. my nighty night time. <laughs> uh, but no, I think uh, I think you've done some reselling today. Yes, have you done a any work? Bit. Yeah, I had a really big weekend where I had a three-day book fair. So for three days, just solidly. Do you know what? I think books. I saw. I think I saw your back in one of my favorite resellers' videos <laughs> at that book fair. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I know that I woke up very sore this morning, packed a few orders, and then came home to do the podcast. <laughs> what you're sore from carrying the books or from walking around? Yeah, both. Oh, on your feet for three days. Also, like when you're shopping at a book fair, all the books are like on the trestle tables. So your head is down the whole time and your neck is cricked while you're looking at the spines of the books to read mm -hmm. them. So you end up with like a really, really sore neck, but just on your feet. And we just bought four tons of four tons of um books over the weekend <laughs> i feel like so, last time i yeah. talked to you you told me because i was telling you i was watching the where you bought like a shipping container full of books or you got it for cheap or something and you said i'm never gonna get that many books again and now you're telling me you got four tons of books so what yeah. happened where's the breakdown well, it, this is different because it's four. like it's like a whole truck full of books that's been cherry picked basically uh, okay. over the three days so, you know, when I, bought, when I do those dirty container-type hauls, you don't know what you're getting, and there's a lot of stuff that you have to waste. Spiders, but rattlesnakes. Doing, yeah, doing the book fairs, everything is cherry-picked. We choose it all. There's no cleaning. There's no de-stickering. Like, it's actually, like, mm, you just okay. basically bring it in, photo, list it, and get some... Get, I'll be able to increase my income quite a lot over the next couple months okay. with all that new inventory. Yeah. Well, I saw, I mean, so when Mel was here, actually, the video with you just came out on Kevin's channel like yesterday. Did you see that? Remember we did no. that little private pic at that lady's house in Virginia? Yeah. He literally just released that video like yesterday. Well, he's us. faster than me because I've still got so much American okay. footage yeah. that hasn't been released. Well, that was like <laughs> seven months ago. And I'm just like, man, that footage, well, I actually never released that footage because I thought it was boring. Somehow he, he it's he not too fun. boring for his channel. You know, it sounds about right. <laughs> He's made it fun. 
Yeah, yeah I don't even, I can't even remember the footage that I've got. And there was a lot of footage that was kind of a bit jumbled, so it made it hard to put it together. Mm. So I, I don't know what I've got, but I do want to go back and try and try. I've got some good vlogs, I think, still with Fitwell. Yeah. I don't know, maybe they're I not good, do, but I've yeah. definitely got a few with Philly Flipper that still need Flirter, to Philly Flirter, Philly Flirter. <laughs> <laughs> Philly Flirter, still still a thing, still a thing that, over here in the U.S. That nickname is stuck, has it? It has. Oh, I mean, yeah, people it say is. it all the time in my comments and stuff, Philly Flirter. It's such a good name. It's perfect. It is. Actually, it just, we need some artwork, Philly Flirter. You know, and the Flirter has to be a PH. I'm just PH. saying, it's actually that, that, required. I felt like that was implied, mm -hmm. that yeah, the, any F sound dealing with him is PH. Yeah, which, I mean, that's the way Philly actually is, but... Yeah, so it could just be an F flipper with a P. Phonetically, so the same. It's his fault. It, it, uh, it, defi it definitely came out at the right time, exactly when you yeah. know, like, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. was in his prime. He was. He was in his prime flirtatious. Time. Yeah. Hey, okay, so I have a question. You know, now that we're just talking about Paul, the rest of the show is going to be about Paul. We'll finally get him to listen. Paul, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, He's he gonna shaved love this. his beard. Did you see that? Yes. Okay, so I remember I went to, to mainland China, and there was this lady who was like taking me around. She's like, You'd be so handsome if you shaved your beard. Uh, over here on this side of the world, we don't like beards. So is Australia like that? Is it like beards are frowned upon in Australia? Now, I know China oh, no. is different than Australia, but it's that side of the world. Uh, it's not no. like that in Australia. They like beards. No, we like beards. So he, defi he definitely looks quite <laughs> different, and he definitely looks younger. But he's just I just can't believe how since i've been there like how he's dramatically just changed well because like, he puts in our so much weight mel he puts in our patreon every week how great does philly flipper look this week yeah <laughs> like he every really week fishes for compliments uh, on our really just everywhere instagram <laughs> like sometimes he sends an instant message and just like a picture and just says what his weight is and i'm supposed to say something nice yeah it's, it's, <laughs> i do because you, you say know because you feel like you have to yeah i feel like you're not, you're not actually you don't believe the nice thing you're saying it's no I, I he's lost weight does he look good i mean that's <laughs> but he's lost weight and congrats no, he does look better he just he just looks great bigger you know that's all carrie's saying <laughs> Paul, you look too, beautiful, buddy. You look you beautiful. You do, and you're you know, 17 Mel, feet tall. We did have and, some people send some questions for you. Did you know that? Okay. Yeah, we, we, surveyed, we surveyed the This is going to be serious business questions, Mel. Yes, okay. Ready. This is like the tech and sport podcast, but... Oh, yeah. I've, I've been nervous because I was like, if I, when I come on this podcast, I never know what I'm going to get on this podcast. No. Have you <laughs> listened true. to our podcast? You've listened yes. to it, right? Have yes, you become like it. a mega fan since we hung out this summer? I like to Just listen yes. to the podcast while I'm doing the my photography and stuff. You notice, so guys, that she skirted the, the mega fan question. No, she she, she does mega listen, fan. though. So that she matters. listens reluctantly. Mega mega, okay, yeah. there you go. I mean, that's a mega fan of Kevin. Everyone's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Really I ask thing. people at the supermarket if they know Kevin, and a lot they're of like, people yes. do. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, we know him. <laughs> like, I've got a restraining my, order. My, um, I heard that once. My ADHD t-shirt. I didn't get one. Yeah. Oh well, they I didn't last. That. I've well, I've actually never made one. You I have the old so. NC picker one, which yeah. was elaborate and weird. It was a weird texture to it as well. You know, it was like. funny though. Like so, you know, me and my wife finally have a couple who's kind of our friends here, which is a weird thing. Like there a you local go. couple that we're friends with, and you know, the the guy is a much older. Is it like fellow. Kevin and his local couple friend? Like the no, swinging it's not kind like a thing, swinging or? thing. Okay. It's not like it's the daughters are in gymnastics together, and so yeah, I mean, maybe it could turn into that. We'll see. You know, we'll yeah. see how it goes. But no, <laughs> I'm trying. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to learn from Kevin. But no, the thing is, the guy is like his wife asked me. She's like, "Do you feel like you're hanging out with like an 
elderly man because he's like 53 and i'm like no one of my closest friends is much older this guy named kevin the yeah. commonwealth picker so don't even worry about it so it's good kevin's like really kevin's really let me fit into the elderly crowd well, you know <laughs> what so. are we gonna do for his 60th birthday we haven't even discussed it yet well and where is he where, mel where yeah. is kevin why is kevin where is kevin yeah why is he not here it's a good I question know, but i thought kevin was younger than me just Mel, listen. This you, is a game. Kevin, it's a game we play. Kevin, we want here. people to be Rocks. very confused about Mel how old may not he know. Is. Oh, okay. You may not know all the lore. There's there's a lot of Rocks. specific lore around Commonwealth Picker. Number okay. one, number one, he's very wealthy, super wealthy, super wealthy. Number two, that wealth allows him to eat uh, other people's youth. Somehow he sucks it out of their blood. Yeah, so he's actually a, 130. That's a deep cut. That is yeah. a deep cut. But yes, that uh, is true. Number three, he swings. It's a romantic thing, him and his wife. It's a hobby. Number four, he kills dogs. It's just a thing. <laughs> we don't want him to do it, but he does it. We've and asked he... him to stop. It's not good for the podcast. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's just the stuff you need to know. We should just fill people in before they even come on the show. Like, you need <laughs> any, to know any guess, Here's a list. We're going to talk about Kevin, and this is what he does. <laughs> Did you already know? How many of those did you know already? How big of a super fan is she? None? You knew none of those things? Oh, yeah. I knew all of them. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. And, and what, what I feel is like Carrie's Mel has questions that she might be more comfortable answering than this. Oh, fine. Okay. We Thrift shops in Australia versus America, NC Thrifting asks. Prices, stock, etc. Go. Um, I think the shops are bigger in America. And... Um, they're definitely, yeah, they're definitely bigger. Pricing, I would say probably fairly similar mm. or maybe a little bit cheaper in America. But Dude, Mel, just... tell the truth. You only go to the book rack. Yes, you did not look at any other pricing. I was with you. You just went to the book rack. <laughs> No, so occasionally I look, look. I bought a pair of cowboy boots, member at one. That's of right, you we did, but that was for personal usage, and you're still yeah, wearing them today. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The question, though, Mel, know. is the smell. Do the American ones smell Ooh, worse? Because they smell terrible here. They smell like a notice. poopy diaper. I didn't really? notice the smell, so maybe okay. they so it must the be same. similar. Yeah, it must be similar. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like Florida and Australia would be somewhat similar, like thrift stores. Like they'd have kind of like a sweaty alligator kind of vibe to it. Because I, I imagine see, there's crocodiles thought, and alligators in both places. I thought specifically the U.S. Running ones, wild. They've just all had carry in them, and he adds like a specific aroma every time it is, he goes it is into an aroma. A, a thrift shop. I think the, a... <laughs> the biggest difference is you guys have got a lot more thrift shops than what we've got. Okay. Like you've got many, many more. You've got those Amazon return places that we've Do you have those? And... No. Not at all. Well, yeah, but there's an Amazon in Australia, right? Yeah. Yes, but it's not really is. used, or it is. It's not. It's not. Amazon in Australia isn't the same as what it is in America. Definitely okay. not. So, do you yeah, have a just, website like that, an e-commerce website where you can get things tomorrow? Basically, pretty much anything under the sun. You, or you, you don't can have pay that? like an Amazon subscription, so you'll get it cheaper or I mean faster. But okay. I don't think it still comes as fast as what you get it in America. No okay. way. So you. with books, with books, you're selling them primarily on eBay, correct? Only on eBay. Yeah. Only on eBay. Are you doing like the model where you're selling just anything and you're selling it super low? Or are you lotting stuff up? Are you looking for first editions? Like what is, what's the, I probably should know this. I've seen videos of yours in the yeah. past, but like, what's the, what's the game plan when you get a book or is there stuff you're not doing anything with? You're getting rid of or redonating or? Oh yeah, when I pick up the free hauls and stuff, there's definitely stuff that I get rid of. I don't want to put it into the store if it's not going to kind of make a certain dollar point. But there are things that I'll bundle up, definitely. So individual books or bundling books, 
The bundling is good because it gets your ASP up and you can make some really good money off the bundles. You've just got to make sure you're not paying too much per book. Like if you've got six books, you don't want to be paying $3 a book to bundle it up to only sell it for like $30 or $40. So you said there's a price point like you want to be over. What is that? What price? So I look at if I sell something for $25 on eBay, then I make a $10 profit. Mm -hmm. So I'm really trying not to get less than a $10 profit. However, there are some books that have their lower profit, but their fast sell through rate. So if they're a fast sell through rate and I know that they're going to sell quickly, I'll still put them in the store if they're a lower. So the $10 profit thing makes sense, but you said if you sell it for $25, you are going to get a $10 profit? Does that mean all your books you buy for 15 bucks, or am I missing or, something? Or no, that's included because I sell. I include postage, so I do 20, oh, like all mine is okay. free postage. So if I sell something for $25, that's including postage. So okay. you got your po- I got to pay my postage out of that, my eBay fees, my cost of goods. So your take home is going to be 10 on a $25 sale and you may be paid a buck for the buck or something. Yeah. Yeah. So what? So how expensive is it to ship in Australia? I think it would be moderately cheap, no? Uh, no, my I work mine out on an average. So my average shipping cost at the moment is nine dollars thirty-eight Ooh. per item. Wow! So See, you we guys have don't have mail. A, yeah, you don't have a discounted book shipping rate. Wow! Have wow. you heard of that? that though? I'm sure you have yeah. in the in the groups and stuff, right? The yeah. medium yeah. it's like three bucks to ship a big one pound book, right? It's yeah. super cheap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's expensive here. Nine dollars thirty-eight is my average. What I, we don't usually do like questionnaire podcasts, but I, you know, living in Australia, there's a lot of interesting things you can tell us. So I, I'm sorry if I'm asking more questions, but like, no, that's fine. what made you do books? Is that like because that's what's most available in Australia, easily, uh, or it was, no? It was COVID. Okay. So before yeah, that caused COVID, me to buy books too. Yeah, because before COVID, I was clothing I, and shoes I seller. Literally, Harry can't still read, doesn't but... read. He doesn't no. know how. But sorry, yeah. go ahead, Mel. Yeah. We interrupted no. the show. Like I sold clothing and shoes, and I had like a small. I had about five hundred books in my store. I don't know. Maybe I had a three thousand item store. Maybe five hundred of them were books. But I was primarily clothes and shoes. And then COVID hit, and it was struggling. The shops were shut, and I was struggling to get out there and get the clothes. Mm-hmm. So I did some Facebook market callouts asking for if anyone had any books and just said I would pick them up, contactless pick up on the doorstep. And yeah, I just was inundated with books. Mm, so okay. then I just was listing so many books and I just, I don't know, I just suddenly became a full-time bookseller. <laughs> My whole house was just full of all these free books and I realized that they're a lot easier than doing clothing. Oh, yeah. A lot easier to, oh, so much easier to photograph. Mm-hmm. Like it's like... I'm not saying books are easy because a lot of people get the impression that, oh, I'll just do books or media because it's so much easier. Like books is a laborious job and it's a real grind and there's a lot of heavy work and you have to do volume to because mm-hmm. a lot of the books are lower profit. You have to do a lot of volume to make that money. So it's not an easy job doing books and, and people will think it's the easy option out, but it's definitely easier to photograph a book than do clothing and have to measure it. You get less returns with books because... Well, that's, yeah, I mean, a book's a book. The, the thing I've yeah. always struggled with with books is, like, every book I look up is worth, like, six bucks, eight bucks. Like, there's it just reminds so me, good ones. It reminds me of when people approach me about sports cards and want to get into sports cards because it is one of the biggest niches in on eBay. But the problem is, like, yeah. you have to go through a lot of sports cards or know a lot to find the ones that are valuable. And I imagine with yeah. books, mm-hmm. having done some books in the past, you're going through a lot. And you get an eye on certain things that could be 
that'll save you some time, but you got to go through, I don't know if you're scanning for eBay, but you got to really go through a lot of stuff to find the profitable ones, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. And it's really only now after a few years of doing it full time that I really feel like I'm a pretty strong picker now. Like I can go out, there's a lot of books that I know by my eye because I'm so familiar with having sold them before or what's sold. So, um, Well, I I feel like I know not to pick up Danielle Steele books anymore. I've got about 300 of them and I'm just Terry Goodkind, probably not. Yeah, John Grisham. Lots of those. No, they are actually okay, but they sell better. <laughs> eBay for idiots. That would help me, but it doesn't sell. <laughs> but no, Mel, listen, I went with you and you recommended some books and every book you recommended is worth like nothing in the US. So it's, really? I think books have higher value in Australia. I really do because. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, because we don't have the platforms that you've got. We've got the one platform really to buy secondhand books off. You can buy them off Amazon, but it's not the same as buying them off eBay. Amazon hasn't taken off in Australia. Like I never order from Amazon here in Australia, never ever. So it's just not a platform that we really utilize very much yet. And it's only in the last couple of years that they've even allowed secondhand books on the platform. They were Mm. trialing it for a while. And that's interesting. Like that's what would have happened in the U S I guess if Amazon never came about. It would have been eBay yeah, and half.com or something. Oh, yeah. Well, didn't yeah. Amazon buy half.com? They did, I think. Yeah. Well, I, think I actually did. still do most or of my eBay shopping did. on Walmart because, like, Amazon, their prices are crazy. Like Wherever Ask stopped, Jeeves listen, takes me, that's where I go. People have stopped <laughs> checking at this point. Yeah, I went to go buy some, uh, what's it called, Bar- Barkeeper's Friend because everyone's complaining about the rust on my grill and my cooking videos. A bunch of beans. Yeah, I was Oh, you're going to die from the rust. La, 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 la. Okay, anyways, <laughs> I eat rust for breakfast. Anyways. I was looking for Barkeeper's Friends. It was like $18 on Amazon and 2 bucks on Walmart. So I don't know. You, uh, people don't even check any, anymore, Mel, because they're just yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to Amazon and I'm buying it. They don't even think about it. And this is how like people like Phoenix Resale make all their money. Yeah, right? He like sells oh. games for like three times. Heck and Steve, by the way, I, I completely I a lot right about Phoenix. <laughs> completely right. Listen. Hey, listen, he's not. He's right about American Arbitrage. I don't know if you saw his hate no, video. Yeah, no, he's Terry, also right about that dude. Yeah, Butthole McGee, is that your nickname now, Carrie? Yes, Something like that? that? Yeah. Officially coined, did you, I've Mel, trademarked it. Mel, did you not see? Drama. Did you not know that Carrie is the back out coin guy? Have you yeah, seen Yeah, it's this? a big deal. I'm it's sweeping oh a very gosh. niche part of the nation. Yeah, Carrie wow. like went to the flea market with me. He tells the guy, Oh, I will give you money for these coins. They very clearly decided which coins they were. They was and then not clear. Shut Carrie up. gives him the money. And the guy is like, why are you taking all my coins? Because Carrie's like starts just taking everything off the table. Carrie's clearing the table after a well-agreed-upon section of the table yep. should have been his. And then Carrie's like, if you don't give it all to me, not only will I punch you in the testicles, I'll also take my money back. And the guy finally gave in and was crying. And Carrie just laughed and made a TikTok about it. Did I get that right? Did I get that that's right? Pretty much, that's like 95% correct. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened. So he's really a bad person. Welcome to the show with the bad person. You you must be really challenging, um, yes. I mean, she gets so many comments, like with hating on her as a uh, oh yeah reseller. no <laughs> no yeah no Don gets them a lot too. I mean, the thing is, if you get any kind of like watch time on TikTok, especially like if you get anything that blows up there a little bit, just people just want to be mean. Because it gets outside of our niche. There's a lot of people, like the first layer of people on TikTok that see your videos, or even on YouTube or anywhere, is typically your followers, people who understand what you're doing. But if anything goes viral, it goes outside of our little little 
community and it goes into the place where I guess everybody hates resellers in real life, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So, so Carrie asked, do you scan books? Like, do you, I've seen you. It didn't feel like you scan every book. You just know what to grab. You called yourself yeah. a good peeker, I believe is how you pronounce that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a good peeker now. Yeah. Um, okay. So like you guys have the scanning stuff because it all goes through the Amazon websites mm -hmm. basically yeah. and it pulls all the data from that whereas we don't have any of that data really to pull from so we can scan just like you can within the eBay app yeah. but the problem with doing that is it only will pull up the information if somebody has put the, the, bar the barcode into in. their listing yeah. so I find it's not very accurate it's like you know, probably 30% of people have got the barcode in there and the rest of them haven't even used it. So there's quite a lot of differences if you're trying to comp something and you're using the scanner than if you just type it in manually. So I've, I've pretty much always just typed the books into manually into the eBay to get like the result of what's sold and that's how I've learned. So I think doing that has also made me a better picker because I have to manually look mm -hmm. everything up. I can't just rely on the scanner. So the, the problem is a lot of the Americans, they go along with the scanner. They just go to the bookshelf and scan, 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 and they're not actually reading the title. They don't even know the what the title is, yeah. No. I've seen so a lot I've of... Ha I've had to learn. I've yeah. seen a lot of Americans, like, if they can't scan a title, they don't even bother. And there's a lot of stuff that if you well, type it in, you can find out. Actually, I know one guy pretty famous on YouTube, if his mom can't scan it, he won't even touch it. Yeah, he so, just follows his mom around filming he's her. Not even That's his to content. Do any work. His yeah. mom just has to do the work, and then he steals the money from her and makes her pay for it. Ale let's, let's, allegedly, please, allegedly, let's emphasize the allegedly, allegedly. on this, please, because it, he could be litigious. <laughs> he could be a litigious fellow. He is from Connecticut. We are litigious up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, okay. So I was watching Philly, uh, not Philly, Phoenix. Phoenix, uh, Philly's on the mind. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Phoenix, Phoenix resales latest video. He's back to doing the switch hunting and like. I was kind of blown away by the tiny profit margins he's willing to take. And it made me, you talking about the low profit margins on books made me think about it. Like he's like, but aren't you oh. used to like taking, what do they call that? Negative profit margins on most of your picks? Dan? Not on purpose though. It's, it's because <laughs> like I'm not... bad. It's not because like, I want to be bad. It's cause I just suck. But like yeah. this bear buy that I'm still way in the hole that Carrie made me buy. Dude, like, it was only you know, $400. You've sold hundreds of dollars worth of bears. I have already. sold, I have only sold like 340 and I spent 450 carries. Yes. And you I'm have negative. how many bears are left, Dave? Let's do some math. At least one. And then myself. Gotta, so two. Well, yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> but let's be, if you would correctly display that bear, it would have sold by now. That's, That's kind of on you. That's fair. I poorly am displaying it. Yeah. No. So, but he was like, all excited that he found a copy of Super Mario Galaxy for the Wii. You know this game. It's the one with the red case, right? Yeah, it's it's for Super Mario. For $15 plus tax. And I'm just like, that's not exciting. That's not an exciting find at all. But it was exciting to him. And he's like, I, I'm pretty sure I can get $25 for it on Amazon. He's and then all, the after money. all the fees, he's, he's going to get like the money. $9 or $8. He's making the money off the 1UP app, dude. Not off <sighs> picking, dude. Yeah, Come on, true. watch Heckin' Steve, man. I know. Yeah, Heck and Steve does teach me everything about who to hate. And Carrie, you are on my list now, young man. I know. Back out, you were coin there guy. though. So by association, you're also evil. I'll, I'll tell the, you. I think the thing with media is you have to be volume based. Like yeah. you, like he's selling a lot. He is of super volume based. Yes. And yeah. This is the thing with media, whether or not it's books or games or CDs or whatever. If you're going to strictly have a media based store, there's a lot of low end stuff, and you really have to grind to do like a. Uh, almost like a, a 
volume based store and you have to have like high levels of inventory to get that volume and get those sales and some to... sort of shipping discount because in the u.s people are selling dvds for like 3.99 free shipping and i'm like that's like how much shipping costs so i don't even know how yeah. you're making any money 30 cents a yeah. sale like they, get, I don't they do get it they do get a big discount like because they're doing so much volume like so, mel yeah. said yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is so yeah. really it really comes down to the volume with with media i find yeah mel someone asked that uh, if Trash to Cash, if the crew was to visit you, what are the dangers they would have to face to include? Wait, no, I don't know, some other stupid part. But what are the dangers they'd have to face? Dangers? You like if you face. open your door, there's like some sort of giant crab out there, right? That's <laughs> yeah, there's like there's like off. giant crabs. There's like alligators attacked by snakes, snakes of all type. Mm -hmm. we there's spiders that are dangerous. Half human, half octopuses. Crocodile done. He's still roaming around, I've heard, right? No, he's got a he's, big knife. He died. It's, no, that's Steve Irwin. Oh. Mm, I don't know. No, yeah, yeah, dude. Let's not start another uh, Bob Barker situation here. He's still alive, <laughs> Dave. All right, Mel, answer the question. Sorry. Well, you think that the, I think you think that Australia is way more scary or something with it the animals terrifying. and stuff that it is. But, mm -hmm. like, we've got the – obviously, you'd have to dodge the kangaroos, definitely. You know, you'd have to – Do they punch? Maybe – they wear boxing. Can you fight ones, one? Right? Like, they would they fight you if you squared up to them? Would they fight you? Yeah, you don't get close to the kangaroos. <laughs> They'll pretty much hop away from you if you get too close anyway. But, yeah, you wouldn't go too close. They are very strong animals if they stand up and go to fight you. How many so, drunk Australians have tried to get into a kangaroo pouch, like, per year? I'm sure there's plenty. <laughs> 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 we need some data. <laughs> the, the amount they drink and the pouches existing is just bad ingredients. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> So, like, a kangaroo would be equivalent to, like, an American deer. Like, they're just out roaming yeah. around freely, and they're everywhere. Yes. That's wild. Yeah. That's Different. so cool. When, when I say they're everywhere, they're in certain locations of Australia. Like, if you go to the city, there's no kangaroos jumping around. The it's city. just out like, in the, there, the country. There's, like, yeah. dead kangaroo yeah, bodies that. on the sides of all the roads from getting hit by cars and stuff, or no? The, yeah, there is from, from, like, where I drive on the highway. from. Where Dude, I if I saw a dead kangaroo on the highway, I would <laughs> get out and take pictures. That'd be for Kevin. For Kevin. For, for Kevin's Kevin, collection. Because Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's hundreds of them that are dead along the side of the road. He loves that stuff. We're, 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 <laughs> we're, we're going to different what? animals now. Any animal. We're slowly, the, the, the key here is we're slowly going to, the, the end goal of all the Kevin bashing is he's going to end up a serial killer. Is That's kind of where we're inching up. But we, we can't bring him straight to that. We have to inch him up to that. He's gonna watch this back and just be like, "Oh, no, nah, he, he, yeah, you know, what can he well, do? He well, should have saying, guys, is if you been... see roadkill, pull over, take a pic, and send it to <laughs> yes, Kevin. Let's start that. Send any roadkill pictures you have. DM them to Kevin Commonwealth Picker on Instagram. DM him roadkill pictures. They don't even have to be yours. Search for some on the internet and send them to him. Oh, oh, I know gosh. what's going to happen now. In your Discord group, there's going to be all those memes yeah. going around with, like, dead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. ABC <laughs> Matt, we're counting on you, buddy. <laughs> ABC Matt, this is on you. Or or Cherie. So Cherie Fallen, who lives in Australia, her husband Simon is one of our best Photoshoppers. Oh, here's what I love about him. Almost every Photoshop he makes gets blocked from the Facebook group. <laughs> and I think that's how you what? know you're making good Photoshops. Like, yeah, what? Yeah. Wait, should we he, try what to was find the him? Homer Simpson one where he was like choking out a yeah, dog? Yeah, that's what I want. She's like, I'm like, yeah, that's definitely not going to be approved on Facebook, by the way. But I, it is spot but on. I thought it was Kevin. Actually, Kevin for a sec. 
it's the effort, you know. I appreciate the out here. You know what? Just because they can't show it on Facebook doesn't mean we can't show it on YouTube. So this is uh, this is her artwork, Mel. I think you're gonna be impressed. Check it out. Boom. A little artwork of Kevin with his puppy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what? Where we got derailed? She was talking about kangaroos being punching you, I think, and then we interrupted her. So yeah, what are we the other a dollar for animals? every time Mel was talking to us about that? Goodness gracious, we'd yeah. be rich. Well, there's snakes, like the the most deadly snakes in the world, right? Yeah. There's like some jellyfish that'll like eat your soul. The toilets are go the other way, the the water. That's true, and you That's can important. just get sucked down into them, and you end yeah, up in America if you go through them. I think. Yeah, no, if you dig a hole directly. They're what? Your toilets are well. Your toilets are so full of water that you sit your bum on the seat, and then you're nearly touching the water. Yeah, your testicles like gonna... go in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Like bum cheeks are just gonna hang in the water, it's like weed. Well, so. that's not the case in every. The, all toilets are different. Not not all toilets are created equal here in America. I mean, some yeah. people have watery toilets. Dave has don't. like a heated seat, a bidet at one point. It was extravagant yeah. to say the least. Yeah, it blows like air on your bum. It's beautiful. Yes, but but so you're saying your toilets are bigger? They just have less water. Our yeah, our water sits only about this high in the bowl. That's because of where so, you are, you know, with the equator and science. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. It comes up and goes down, but yours feels back. You flush the toilet, and your toilet think, just feels listen, back up. Listen, Mel. Can I somebody, think Paul's um, toilet can somebody time stamp this so we can turn this into a short later? Yeah, I think Paul's <laughs> toilet was just broken. I, I don't think, <laughs> I think that's Paul's that toilet probably was. Broken, he probably man. it's probably super clogged. Like if I was to pick one of my friends who has the most frequently clogged <laughs> the toilet, most he's the guy. likely clogged toilet would be his. He's eating like latkes and stuff, or whatever they eat in Ukraine. I don't know, but he's it gotta causes have, like, diarrhea. An unusually that's what I'm saying big toilet too. Yeah, like he can't just have like a normal Walmart. Did he have toilet. a little round toilet, Mel, or an elongated toilet? Let's get he's into Paul's having... toilet. Well, he had a normal toilet. It just the American water is just much fuller than the Australians. We like to do right. all things in excess, even the water it in the is, toilet. It's true. Suck on that, rest of the world. Normal... Yeah, America. <laughs> 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 he definitely had a, a normal toilet other than that. So, and okay. It was a nice clean bathroom. Good. He uh, well, he moved bathroom. he moved now though. He lives somewhere different. Yes. So. Okay, so Mel, what else? What other creatures could kill us there? Well, you've definitely got the brown snake. We we, we Oh, we Carrie got has brown snakes. Brown snakes in his toilet actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I imported them from Australia. Questions. They're pets. Thank you. They're the ones with the pointy. There's no crocodiles near me. Okay. <laughs> Only in What's... the zoo. There's none near me. Like the ones are... with the pointy beaks. I don't. Lo- I don't respect. I those hate ones. the ones with the. Long I hate pointy the. Nose. Yeah, those like ones are wide noise. Not even. Yeah. Thank ones. you. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all agree. We don't on have that. them just roaming around like you do in the side of the. Town. Oh, we like do. when I went to America, like Tech took me to the swamplands in Florida, and we literally just got out of the car and we're going a walk on the footpath, and he's like, he's the swamp. There's alligators in there. Like one could be like a meter away from you, and you wouldn't even know it. I think yeah, it's because there's uh, a lot of meth in the water, right? And that's they're always out, just like dude. tripping. Did you see there's like a new drug? Uh, you know, TikTok took me down some <laughs> yes, rabbit hole. Yes, I did. <laughs> Kevin told me about yeah, it because he does it awesome. with his friends. <laughs> no, like there's some new drug that, that like zombifies people and it's like horse tranquilizer or something. And, yeah. and TikTok kept showing me videos of these people like uh, it's fentanyl mixed with something else, Zizeline or something. And <clears throat> dude, it's it's creepy. Like. These people are just like they're hunched over and they like can't move or talk or anything. It's it's wild. It's why I mean it's crazy. 
It's worse than biggest eBay. Speaking of that, what's our biggest eBay sale this week? Speaking of math, before we get to that, before we get to that, uh, wait, do we actually sell on eBay? Because my eBay is dead right now. Is yours doing good? Mine's doing pretty good. Mine's not great right now. It's not. It's worse than what it was last month. Terrible. I had like six sales over the whole weekend. Uh, Mel, you must be selling so much quantity. I have more than your that. Books. You're, you're like, what, 30 a day or something? How many books do you sell a day? Yeah, sometimes trying, yeah. To, be, trying to be up around that mark. I'm, st- I'm working. I mean, been increasing my 90 day work sl- slowly, slowly. So um, what's I've, your I've a little... what's your ASP? Yeah. Like, like uh, your average sale price? I think it's currently at around 28 or 29 dollars. Okay. Okay. Yes. So twenty. I think to be in Tekken's group, you got to be at like thirty grand a yeah, month. Yeah, you're or at you're at risk they will of just getting get rid kicked of you. out. Just saying. They will just because if you hang when you hang out with Tech and you're just walking around hanging out, does he just point at stuff and tell you how much it's worth on eBay? Because that's Metal, what I imagine. That's worth fifty yeah, bucks. Like crap. a fan, forty dollars. Does he just soda do cans? Five I, cents. <laughs> five cents. If you <laughs> if you recycle them, I don't recycle. Disney um, gear sell great on eBay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a freak. He know, he can look at absolutely anything and know like the price point of what it's going to sell for. His Rolodex in his mind is unbelievable. He's constantly learning about mm. what sells, and yeah, it's amazing. Wow. Hey, and so is he still like the biggest seller of clothes on eBay? Is that that's, no? He's that's... winding down now for okay. retirement. So Reti- he's like thirty-seven, but he's retiring. Good for him. Good for him. He's about to go on a fifty-year holiday. Mm. There we go. Because wow. He, wow, he did 15 years of hard yards on eBay and reselling mm-hmm. and, um, you know, worked to the highest possible level constantly that he could. And now he's about to have a 50-year 50 50 holiday. Well, <laughs> I can relate. I, mean, I can afford a 30-minute holiday a day as long as I keep pushing the rest What's of the What's the name of the, the group, the Patreon group? Reseller Greatness. Reseller Greatness. Yeah. Okay, so let's do take you get a, a do this. you get money back if you're not great though? Like if within a month you don't feel greatness, can you get okay, your money? Okay, so back? listen, <clears throat> 2000, 2100 members. Dude, he's killing it. You guys are doing great. Within the most popular is $35 a month. So I would also be retired if I was yeah, him. That's <laughs> 2108. We'll sing a song for $35. 70, Mel, Nobody wants it. Am I it. going crazy or is that $73,000 a month he's getting from Patreon? Like is that real? And ask him for a raise if it is. Yeah, you should get more. <laughs> you get need a, to get a raise, yes. Mel. <laughs> I will say that anybody who wants to learn how to grow their eBay store, that is the only group that you will need. Oh, well, <laughs> and like, Rockstar Or Trash to Cash. And oh, wow. Trash to Cash. To, to, to level you also, back off, back down to reality. Profit. Rake and profit. If you want to rake in the profits, there's options, yeah. guys. There's options. Yeah. They're cheaper. Yeah. What What if you want to like learn how to sell Mr. Beast feastables? Reezy Ooh. resells. Is someone is Reezy doing that now? Yeah, he's buying out all the feastables everywhere. Really? Okay. There's if you want a feastable, you can't it's have it. You got to. It's like some chocolate. Mr. Beast yeah, it's chocolate. chocolate. It's a regular oh, chocolate that that's. Here. You got the yeah, Mr. Beast got stuff. That here. Should I be stocking up on it? No. <laughs> Apparently he so. is. He is, he's, but I don't know. But there's should. a lot of people who really wanted those, and he took them all. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. So, okay, so how many um, podcasts does he do a week on the Reseller Greatness? It's oh, multiple, wow. right? Yeah, yeah. So More he does one. a daily. He does a daily um, call that goes for like a, an hour or a bit over an hour, Monday to Friday, and then 
he does a once a week call which has like an unlimited time frame so it's just however long people want to ask him questions for i think he, like he's done podcasts he's done zooms that have gone for like 12 hours or something like he just will sit on there until there's no more questions once a week and then there's other zoom calls every single day like on all the different um, niches and stuff that are being hosted by other people but he's in most he's in a lot of those calls he's in there listening and um, contributing as stuff as well so is he contractually yeah. required to mention the names of some of the resellers during each episode like we are or are we the only idiots that put ourselves in that position because yeah. we have to mention and thank bigs uh, collectibles i love these people so much though like jake it's Ryder. Real. The May money is ride. important. That's Main why I Main man care. merch on eBay. Look, someone oh. else wants us to make a song. Main, 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 main merch man on merch on eBay. You got to add a dot uh, com, know, though. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> CJ Ben's Fines, The Flipper yeah. Skipper, Lady Arbitrage, No Nose Picker, I, Soda City Flips, Remarkable, her, Brian Sampor Beal, Matt's Profit Pursuit, Harry Tornado, Traveling Shopper, Diana, Superhero Headquarters, A SoCal Flipper, Vintage Sports Flips, Paul'sMerch.com. Whose merch? Paul's, Paul's merch. merch, ABC, Matt, Dez, Hardy. Am I reading? No, my gosh, dude. We got a bunch of new subscribers that want to get Do we really? by you. Brian, wow. Big and Fun, New Jersey Picker, Rob Moreau. I feel like these are all the expired Is that ones. I Dr. Like, Moreau? I feel like I'm You're reading, just reading everybody. The Island of Dr. We have Moreau. to actually edit their names out. Bleep them out, though. Bleep them all out. They, all the ones who no don't pay paying. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's put, your uh, residual. Biscuit Butt, Logan Murky, Racek Resell. I probably said them all. I don't know. Who knows? There. We said it, guys. Thank you, Carrie. We have one, two, three, I think four new members that want to get motivated by you, by the way, awesome. because of the song. I was wondering if we were going to wait till we were hanging out or if I should do yeah, it before. Maybe we should. Mel, have you heard our songs we wrote? I've seen some of Carrie's, yes. Good, 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 good. Okay. That's good. <laughs> High quality stuff. I need to get my stuff. name on that list. I really need to join, don't I? No, no. Yeah, we, you know, we, it's, we it's really positive for us, it. Mel. It's, it's super benefits. Us. Us. We like your money. <laughs> I don't know about Let's you. Let's make that very clear. Your <laughs> it money does in not our benefit anybody makes us doing happy. it. <laughs> okay, so so someone asked the question. They said, if you had to pick just one platform to sell on, Mel, you can't even answer this one because you only sell on eBay. Which one would it be? This seems like too easy, right? Yeah, it's just it eBay, eBay for everyone, but it's not for me. Yeah. It's not. Do eBay they have Bonanza it's not. in in it, Australia? It, listen. If you tomorrow Makes told sense. me I if you tomorrow told me I could only sell on one platform from now on, I'd pick whatnot. I, I really whatnot's would. the I think whatnot might be the smarter play. I love eBay. I really do love or eBay. dibbed it, of course, dibbed.com. Oh, oh yeah, that's but still definitely a thing. not that. It would it would yeah, be no. whatnot. <laughs> Kevin's gonna kill me. That's what I'm gonna do every time. That's still a thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, you know for me like just the speed of whatnot and the ease and the fact that you know. I get like 70% of eBay value makes it kind of worth it for me. Just like I can just sell so much quantity. There's no so whatnot fast. in Australia, correct? There's no Still live auction not. platform. Like, wow. Whatnot. You listening? Big whatnot. It's time. Dude, and you know what, Mel? Books are doing great on whatnot right now. So when they bring really? whatnot to you, like you'd be amazed at how I, I went and I did an auction of Stephen King books and I got like eBay value from us all of them. Wow. And it was right away. It was in an hour. I sell like 40 eBay, Stephen King books, which is well, you know, Stephen nice. King is one of the most popular authors. <laughs> I've never heard of him eBay. personally. Is he pretty good? <laughs> yeah, he's one. He's he did. Uh, he did the Berenstein Bears, authors. correct? Yes, yes. I got a bunch of Stephen King books at the flea market the other day too. But I, I always get all tripped up. Like, is it first edition or first printing? And even though you've explained it to me, like it's got to have like a one in there. There's also like first printing and first edition. That's so the one in like the first page. Does that mean first edition or first printing? Yeah, it normally means like if it's got a one in the as in the numbers, string of numbers, 
it's normally that means first edition. But it'll okay. quite often say first edition, first printing. Um, mm, okay. And yeah. So what's the difference between first printing it and first edition, tricky. Mel? Explain it like I'm five. First edition I am. and first. Well, first yeah, what's the difference? First, the first printing is because, <laughs> let's say Harry Potter, first edition, first printing would have been in England, right? Mm-hmm. That's where she's from. So then there might be first printing in Australia or first printing um, in America okay. or whatever. So, but um, it it will generally say that it might, it might say first printing Australia. And then you know that's not a first edition. It just means it's a first printing load that they've done within Australia. It's not the actual first okay. edition. Yeah. What is like the most? And this is such like a cliche question, but I'm curious. What is the most like valuable book you've ever sold? Like one book that was the biggest money. Hundred percent the Bibles. But like, have you gotten like four hundred for one, three hundred for one? Like, what's like yeah. or ballpark? High yeah, probably. I've probably sold a Bible for around three to four hundred, wow. but definitely the Bibles can consistently. I mean, there's some lower end Bibles, but a lot of them will sell a hundred dollars plus so all the time. Is it the ornate ones with, with all the illustrations in them that are the valuable ones? Not necessarily. Or? Sometimes they're just small, old, vintage leather. Mm. Always the ones with the leather leather book um, mm-hmm. things and. They can quite often have writing and text in them and everything. Family history that doesn't really matter with the Bibles. I find that it's just yeah. Some of them are, they'll be so old and tatty looking, and they'll be worth so much money. Well, so and I was setting you up to just point out that I'm the better bookseller since I've sold a book for fifteen hundred dollars. Just well, saying, I've sold first edition. <laughs> I've got a couple hundred out of like the first edition. Some of the Stephen King stuff that that I bought oh, yeah. back in the day. He's like two, three hundred on some of like what was the one? The tower, the dark tower. Yeah, uh, yes. dark that tower. one was very valuable. I remember it. Yeah. The yeah. my book was a comic book though, Mel. That was graded, so it doesn't, it doesn't really count. count. That's not technically <laughs> a book. Uh, but no, dark tower. I sold one of those, not for much. Is it a specific one? Is it like the there, first there's, one? There's, I think, several. Well, there's several in the series. I believe yeah, I like got 10, like two something, two something, and it was the first one, if I remember right. The wow. gunsling, I forgot. It's been a while, but I got, like I told you that before, Dave. Yeah. That I got, like, I'm I went to a yard I sale. I, yeah, I went to a yard sale, <laughs> and I got a couple cool kind of, like, early 80s graphic novels from this lady. She had a big box of them. A few Stephen King books. I think I grabbed one that was obviously old and seemed like a first edition. We left the garage sale. Spent, like, 20 bucks or something. Left the garage sale. Started looking them up, looking them up in the car, and realized, holy crap, we got to go back and just get them all indiscriminately. And we went back, and... Didn't spend that much more, and we got like the whole box of books, and I think we made well over a thousand dollars on maybe thirty books total. It was it was wild. Yeah, he's he's definitely one of those authors. If you see a bulk lot of them, it's definitely worth just worth buying. getting those. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, even if they're not first editions, I imagine they would do really well yeah, in lots. Even like the small sized paperback ones that can be really bad condition, like you can lot those up, and they'll still sell for really really good money. So, yeah. What is his? What's his pseudonym again? Because he he writes under aliases, correct? Uh, Stephen Koontz. Something. No, Koontz? he had no. He has a couple different names that he uses for different books. I forgot offhand. I could look. I but. think I thought it was like uh, Koontz. Uh, it might be. Maybe Dean. Dean, Dean Koontz. Maybe Dean Koontz. No, that's an actual person. I think. No, I think. Yeah. I, I think, think it's Stephen Koontz. I think it's Stephen Koontz and Richard Bachman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Richard Bachman. Richard Bachman. That's it. Richard Bachman. Because yeah. there's some Richard Bachman maybe, books. Who is Stephen Koontz? 
Yeah, I think that's just the name of an author. You're right. It's a different person. That never sold very well for me. Yeah. What didn't sell well for you? The Richard Bachman ones. Well, have you seen the one that's got like the two covers? One is a the desperado or desperation and the other yeah, one yeah. and they make the cover goes together and makes like a picture have you seen that yeah. one I have that's what i'm thinking of when i think of richard Reagan. bachman yeah uh but it's also i think it's a stephen king book that you put it with it's like a richard bachman book and a stephen king book and you can put them together and it makes like a big design on the front it's kind of cool so your uh, your best-selling stuff mel would be then it would is it like here like is it uh textbooks stuff like that bibles obviously like you just said or like I would imagine, like nonfiction probably doesn't do great unless it's older or, oh, or no, nonfiction or is fiction. Like, sorry, I always get them mixed up. You know, yeah, stories. Yeah. <laughs> fiction, I fiction I find better to um, bundle up. Like you can make more money if you bundle it up into lots, and if you sell it individually, a lot of it's low end. Nonfiction is where you'll make more money from, definitely. Well, in that dirty shipping container you were in, you had like a lot yeah. of books in like Arab or something, like a foreign yeah. language. Like did yeah, those, Islamic. how did you even sell those? Uh, some of them have gone quite well. Some of them, I just sold um, two of those books, just came over to, I sold them to the US for $288 for two of them the other day. Wow. So <laughs> you yeah, paid for shipping pretty... on that too, or they have to pay if they, they buy from I the charge US? for international okay. shipping. Yeah. So it's only for Are you doing, because I've had. I've had trouble with this with like foreign books of any language. Like if you don't know the language, are you using like Google image search to figure out what the book's yeah. title is? Okay. Yeah, Google Lens will normally help you out with what language it is. What's your estimate on your profit on that container, the dirty one, the rat poop Ooh. one? Do you have an estimate? I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't, I, thousands? Mm. Thousands, right? It's got to be it's thousands. Made, it's made really good money and there's still yeah. books that are on the shelf that haven't been sold. So there's still more to be made from it, but... That, that was a hard haul. It was Wasn't a, that free, of, though? Wasn't that free? It was free. Yeah. Well, free, except for nothing's really free, is it? <laughs> a lot of labor you know, and time. Oh, what is, uh, I forgot your friend's name, Steve or something? Is what? Tom. Your, Tom, that's it. You just <laughs> got him to do all the work. I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tom, yeah. Tom and my son helped me out. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a three-man job. It was a lot of work. And... Mm. Yeah, it was definitely hard. Yeah. And they wouldn't let you just cherry pick? They made you take everything or you did leave stuff behind, right? Well, we could, like, we took a trailer. He didn't tell us when we had that haul. He didn't say, like, it was full of, like, animal feces and all that kind of stuff. Like, so there was no way that we could take some of that stuff back. It would have been. Yeah. It would have been like Carrie's house at that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we had it. We took a trailer (laughs) with us and we. (laughs) She did. That's hurtful, Mel. That's hurtful, but Sorry, I understand. I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> it's all we good. Took a, um, we did take a trailer with us, and we kind of filled it up with as much rubbish as we could go, and then we mm-hmm. just left the, the rest of it there because we just couldn't discard it. We didn't even take gloves. We didn't realize it was going to be like that. So yeah. there, there was no prior warning. There was just like, I've got a container full of books. Can you... Would you like them? <laughs> I well, was like, yeah, it's no tougher. It's a tougher sell if you say they're covered in animal feces. There's did a lot you less go people to the, that would be interested. Did you go to the bins in the U.S. because it's basically the same? It's, yeah, the bins are exactly all like over. that. Like just you just <laughs> it's basically you're putting your hand in a toilet and pulling Human out clothing. Human feces, cut glass, <laughs> HIV needles, all the, all the delicious. There's some wild stuff. Yeah. I got in trouble at the bins. 
Uh, why? You were filming. Well, yeah. I was filming, and they, they told me to stop filming, and somebody didn't. complained about me. <laughs> so. Mel's just like, I don't speak English. I'm not from America. <laughs> I don't speak no, English. I'm, like, I'm from Australia. I'm from Australia. This is interesting. Yeah. And she's just like, somebody's I'm a pika. At you. I, <laughs> I can't even do an Australian accent. I'm terrible. What's Every time oh, I try pike. to do Australian, <laughs> I end up as like a Cockney British accent. Yeah. <laughs> Mary, gentlemen. That's how it just always goes like that. That does sound British. Yeah, I can't, I can't do Australian. It's hard. It's subtle. Brian, big and fun, which Big Bry, as Carrie likes to call him. Brian yeah, B. The Bry guy. Know, Bry guy. Brian B. and the Funky Bunch. coming from? Is this Lyle Patreon. No, Patreon. Are... Patreon. No, Patreon. Dave, uh, Dave writes them and then Patreon. just creates a pseudonym for him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Since Australia is over 16 hours ahead of us, can you tell me what stocks to buy on Monday? He's a comedian, <laughs> Mel. He's a comedian. I wish I don't have any stocks, so I can't help okay. you on anything. Uh, I accidentally used my enemin on my death pile piggy, and now my house is gone. Do you think the insurance <laughs> company will believe me if I tell them the truth? Will I be able to get my house replaced? What do you think, Mel? Gary? <laughs> I thought that was Mel? a question Mel? for Mel. Any input? Yeah, Mel. Well, um, I'm pretty sure the house is gone at this point. I don't think they're yeah. going to. I think the fact that you had an enemin and a death pile support pig. I mean, I know you want to support both Dave and Kevin. They're kind of they kind of cross each other out. I've just moved house, like not, not yes. the weekend that just went, but the one before. So now I'm finally in my own space. I'm going that's to be nice. able to find a little bit oh, of a routine awesome. now. And um, yeah, now I'm welcome to the real world of needing mm-hmm. to make more money off eBay. And <laughs> are you in the same town? Like how far? Yeah. How far did you? Okay, so it's not yeah. super far or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to see Taylor Swift, so you're going to make it happen. Like She's coming right to your town. You're going to see her in two weeks, and you're going to probably – will you be doing something about the fact that she helped rig the Super Bowl? Because Carrie's pretty Yeah, that's a little upsetting. I wish you would talk to her about it. Yeah. (laughs) She's coming to Sydney, so I'm going up to Sydney for the night to watch her. Is she playing the Opera House? That seems like an appropriate place. No, it's not at the Opera House. I don't actually – honestly, I haven't even looked where it is. It'll be at one of the big stadiums, but – yeah, tell Carrie, tell Carrie what you're dressing as, Mel. Tell Carrie what you're dressing up as oh, for I the concert. Dri- I'm dressing up as Kills with my uh, chief. There we go. Is it, <laughs> is it Chiefs? She's Chiefs. hoping Chiefs. Taylor Chiefs. gets confused. She's hoping yeah. Taylor gets confused and thinks it's really him. I, I ordered a, um, I couldn't actually find an authentic Chiefs jersey because they're all sold out. So I had to buy an unauthentic fake off eBay. And, oh, um, Carrie probably sold it to you. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. There's a good chance it came from Vegas. There's a lot of uh, bootleg yeah. stuff coming out of Vegas. I'm sure but. somebody, if I put it on my social media, I'm sure somebody will tell me that it's unauthentic. <laughs> what are the top well, three issues that cause burnout? The what? The top how do you three get back issues from that it? cause burnout. And how do you get back from it? Well, the top three issues that cause burnout. Um... Look, I think <laughs> this is kind of vital for your channel, Mel. You might want to figure this. You need question to have this out. answer on This deck is something here. that should be on your Rolodex. <laughs> for you, especially. I'm You're the only person who needs to, to know. I'm still trying to get back from burnout. <laughs> she doesn't know. Well, no. So you just say whatever three things I've been doing. That's what causes burnout. This is like. That, that like it's mentally being when you're mentally exhausted i think you just end up just so burnt out you can't think straight you can't do anything you're just tired and yeah I'm, do you think burnout's more likely if you're like 
sticking to one niche of reselling and you're always just selling the same stuff like books or you don't think it makes a difference if you're selling different things? I think it's easier if you're niche down. Like if you're, okay. if you're niched on, uh, uh, like for me, for somebody who's, I think I'm probably 80, like got ADHD as well, except I'm mm -hmm. not diagnosed. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I find the niching keeps me so much more structured and the routine and the simplicity of it, it actually keeps me focused and less distracted. So then I actually get less burnt out because I don't have like so many things going through my mind about all the different things that I have to do, which ends up leaving me feeling really burnt out because I'm so exhausted with the million things that I've got to get done. Yeah. So yeah. I think niching Well, helps. and I will say, like, you shipped a lot of books in 30 minutes in that video. I mean, yeah. how long is it? So you have 30 orders a day. How long does it take to ship 30 books for you? Uh, like, it, like, some of the bundles take a little bit longer to, like, pack up and sticky tape around. But I'm, I'm pretty quick with the... I don't, I don't know how long it takes. Maybe it's, on average, like a minute per a minute, item. A, a minute an item, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty fast. That's, I mean, that's... That's with the bundles and stuff in there, multi-orders and stuff involved in it. If I was just doing single books, it wouldn't be a minute. It would be less. Yeah, like, you know, sometimes I'll sell, like, a big, giant audio receiver, you know, and I'll have to, like, make a custom box or a TV, like, literally I think a that, inch TV. That, that's that a, that's a good way to get burned out, though, is just have, like, all these different shaped and sized items that are – and you have to always search for all this Spend random stuff, so much stuff money too. on boxes, yeah. yeah. I do a lot of cards. Super simple. <clears throat> You know, yeah. have Don ship it. Easy for me. <laughs> I don't easy. ever get burnt out on shipping because I don't do it. We, yeah, exactly. You don't get burnt out when you're not having to think about things. So for me, my packing system is so routine that it's just grab, do it, go. Like it's actually almost therapeutic for me to pack because it's all just the same and easy. And I don't have but to you're listening to the podcast, so that can't be helpful. Yeah, that, that helps. That helps. <laughs> well, no, I feel like Mel, it's it's therapeutic for others too because 17,000 people watched you do it like just pack orders for Dude, 30 awesome. minutes like what's their what's their attention on a video like that like how long are they watching cool. something like that have you looked yet is it like 50 percent, no. 60 do you want me to look yeah I think it'd be really interesting because like like I said me and Carrie want to do less work and make more money so yeah this see that is the thing, key less yeah. quality more profit like I'll just I think kind of like Walmart does... if we could be more like Walmart amen yeah I think Kevin's trying to tap into it with his videos. Like, I don't know if you've watched him lately, Carrie, but he really, like, whispers into his camera. He's like, I like to buy these. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he does the, like, slurpy thing, yeah. but he does it. It's just weird. Kevin's going through Look stuff. Look at that we dog. Can we can, Kevin's videos, you can see. Like, he's going through some stuff, yeah, usually. He, he can't hide it. Yeah, like his thumbnail today was something like cuties or something. It was weird. Cuties. <laughs> don't don't get cutesy. Don't get cutesy or something. It's always something. Like not even old. a word. It's always like something from like an A and M, like an A and W root beer commercial from yeah. the nineteen fifties. Like some Time slogan. Time to be cutesies. <laughs> oh, did you find it, Mel? Yeah, it's a barrel so of fun. So the re the retention is not great on it. The average view duration was eight minutes thirty seven for a okay. thirty four minute video. Alrighty. So 25.2%. So it's definitely down. It's definitely low. Okay. Well, but I guess, you know, people can only watch it for a little I mean, it's one of those videos when I, I get a lot of questions about how I'm packing and stuff. And so, sometimes it's easier just to make a video and not talk so that they watch and can just I see think, your process. I think that's a great... It. I think that's a great way to do that too, because a lot of people will do a standalone. This is how I box something, you know, and go through the steps. It, it's kind of a good idea just to show the time it takes for you to ship yeah. one day, do
do it live and just kind of discuss it and they can just see what you're doing on a normal yeah. day where you you're not setting anything up as, special. Yeah, you just put it in real time and they can actually yeah. see what it's like and how you actually do it. And that, like I did have somebody the other day who said, who said to me, you know, oh, thanks for that video. You know, I, I took notes the whole time. And I was like, really? what, wow. did, what did you take notes? Like I, I always wonder why do people want to watch this? Is it like a background noise like they're working with somebody else? Is it – but she was like, no, you know, I took notes. You know, I even – working out ways that you do things that I can streamline my own system to make mine faster like yours and so systematic. So I think there are there's a mixture of people watching that. There's some people who are literally watching it just to have on in the background with some noise and then there's other people who are analyzing every step that I take and they'll pick things up if I'm doing something where they think there's a suggestion like I can make something faster or better, they'll tell me. So it's it's wow. definitely, I think when you film yourself doing a process, it's the best way to learn how you can improve that process and speed it up. Because realistically, like the, the more we can speed up our basic processes, like the more time no, yeah, to do fun stuff. But it's also like impressive. I'm watching right now. Like you just packed, I think, a bundle of like 20 books in like 10 seconds. Because they like had a pre-wrap on them. Yes. You just threw them in a giant envelope and you just shipped 30 books in like 10 seconds. It was crazy. Yeah. It was totally insane. So I, I think there's that too. But I, what I would recommend for your attention, maybe every seven minutes, just have Carrie's face in a loud noise, just so like <laughs> to break up, like nah! like he's making his dolphin noise or something, just something that gets people back in the action. But <laughs> I, it looks like you're putting all your books in just like envelopes and mailers. Like I always put mine in like you know book box things that I fold over. Am I wasting money doing that? I probably am. I just Those cost me like a buck mailers. a piece. Yeah, these yeah. are the padded mailers, so they they they've got the bubbles inside them and they're water resistant. So mm. I never have any problems. Like I've got a hundred percent feedback. Everybody's in the comments Dang. is always like shipped well, packed well. I got to do um, that. That make my life a lot easier. The way you're shipping these is so simple. A lot of times, yeah. I feel like a lot of people do that. They over, they make it more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah. With cards, I just with sports cards, people that would fuss at me because, like, a paperback, for example, but it's might you. Bend. But it's it you. Like, the they don't. Ex they expect it to be bad from you. Yeah, they're like looking for a reason to complain. I feel like with you, true. like people are literally like nitpicking your stuff way more than a normal seller, honestly. But I, des I do deserve it. I'm kind of a terrible person. Has been, you know, presented. It's a karma. It's a, it's a. It's a. It's a karma thing. I think. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes I'll get a comment. I would never ship my books like that. Like, uh, like that's oh, yeah. terrible or something. There's people hate like, watching it. Yeah. But then oh. I'm like, well, I've got so many thousands of feedback, and yeah. there's not one feedback that says my book arrived damaged or badly even, packed or anything. even hypothetically, say you got one out of a thousand. Would that would that necessitate you changing the whole process? No, Maybe you could not. think about why that happened. If that happened one out of a thousand, it's probably something that would have been out of your control anyway. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would just send a kangaroo to that guy's house to take yeah, him just out. a little train a kangaroo, <laughs> get him a little satchel. You should have satchel, like a little or use the kangaroo. Pouch. Oh, that'd yeah. be cool. So, okay, so yard sales. I want to talk yard sales. Do you guys have boot them? sales do out you, there? Or do something? you have car boot sales? Do you have yard sales, garage sales? Like, what do you have? We Australia. call them garage sales. Okay. So and they're um, in garages. Yes. Or in the front. So <laughs> they're very the similar. Like you came with us. Yeah, it's very yeah. similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you just have a lot more of them. We, they're okay. not really a like they're hard to find here now. Most people are just selling their stuff on Facebook Marketplace and they don't bother to do the garage sales. So mm. I just find like there's either 
for me, there's not enough in like one vicinity that makes it almost worth going out to do it. Like to do the drive for just one garage sale and yeah, then come back. Tough. Like, Unless it's hard you know to... it's going to be good or you see the ad and it looks amazing. I feel like books. too, maybe I could be incorrect on this, but I feel like in Australia, the eBay culture is fairly strong. Like I don't know if culturally yeah. a lot of people flip or, or just sell their own stuff on eBay. Yeah. It's becoming, I think it's becoming more and more. But also I think for me, like who's niche down on books, to go all the way to a garage sale, like, and then them not have any books, I'm kind of out. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no yeah. real looking around and buying a whole lot of different stuff. Like you guys can go there and find like a, a multitude of things yeah. to buy. Whereas Adult kind of diapers, looking... all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of yeah. only looking for those that's like the Oops. video game resellers. Yeah, they go yeah. and they just say any video games. They don't even get out of their car. No. Okay, bye. They just yell it. They're not either going like 40 they, they and really a 25 do. just yelling video games and hoping they so, do you have? But do you have, like, do you have like a swap meet or a flea market near you that you can go to? Or not really? but not like a regular one. Like, you just have the book, the book fair. And the book fair, who brings the books to the book fair? Just anyone? Yeah, so we, where I live, we have this book fair, like a couple of, the big one, a couple of times a year. And it's run by like a charity um, that we call Lifeline and books can be donated to them all year round. And then they have like two massive book fairs every single year. Okay. Um, and and then, so you're stealing from the charity because you're not giving them full value. Understood. <laughs> no. Good, good, okay. good. Get to know. That's, and, that's how some people do lo- it. Like a lot of the towns have book fairs, but as well. So it's not just where I live. So like... Tom and I travel around a lot to different book fairs and we'll go to Sydney and surrounds and places like that, traveling around to as many book fairs as we possibly can mm. really because you get the best selection of books at the book fair. And what are the what's the pricing like at a book fair? Cheaper than a garage sale? Same? Um, cheaper than a thrift store? Like what, where is it at? It depends on the book fair. Some of them will have it and it's just priced like, okay, $2 a paperback, $3 a mm. hardback. That's like a thrift um, store a lot of times, yeah. Yeah, and then like these this big book fair that we did over the weekend, they're all priced individually. They've got oh, like you wow. open it up and they're all individually priced inside. So they range really anywhere between Are they generally like three and eight dollars, but then Were they, they still good have at a... pricing them? Like they know what's good or they're just like they're just like, Oh, it's a thick book, so it should be more. No, they're pretty good and they okay. they actually have an eBay store themselves and they have a lot uh. of volunteers who specialise in the people who are pricing them. Like, they're very knowledgeable on those books. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely books that are priced much higher. They'll have books priced there for $40, $50. Wow. <laughs> so they, they have high price. If they know that a book is worth a lot of money, they'll price it up. Does that scare so, you away or you'll still potentially buy it? Oh, no. I'm happy to pay out for a book if there's enough prof- you know profit margin yeah. and I know it's going to sell through fast enough. I don't want to pay out for a book that's going to sit in my store for a year. But if I, mm-hmm. I will happily pay out for a book that's going to sell like within a within a couple of months yeah oh so i do they do okay i have something to say on that but first i want to ask this do they have like a half price day on the last day of the book fair do they do anything Uh, like that they do like a bag sale like a lot of them they'll do like a bag sale in the last couple of hours okay Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and that's where you can make the big money do you go to that do you like make sure you're there for that part some of them, it depends, like, if we're traveling. Like, normally the most important thing is to get there on the first day of a book fair because that's where the best books are. Mm. By the time you get to the third day, everything's very heavily picked up. It's not very good you, stuff yeah, anymore. It's yeah, it's bag like sale a because beat-up Isaac Asimov or something like that. Right. Great books. And you've though. had three days of everybody picking through it. Like, yeah. um, 
you know, you, you, you're getting that lower end stuff for the bag sale, but you get their first thing on the first day of a book fair and you'll get the best quality books, even if you have to pay up a bit more for them. Yeah, I went to an estate sale and I don't like to go to estate sales. I feel like I probably should go more, but I think I told you, maybe I told you this, Carrie, maybe not, but I went to an estate sale. They had a Scotty Cameron putter, which is like, oh, wow. it's a golf putter and they're like the most sought after golf putters you can find. And my mom saw it. She's like, that's ridiculous because it had a $200 price tag. I'm like, oh, it's worth more than 200 bucks, mom. Uh, yeah. And she's like, you can't be serious. I'm like, yeah, I am. But I, it was half price day, meaning 100 And then I talked him down like 20 bucks more. So I paid 80 and it's going to sell for like 280 But so it, sometimes you pay up, you're going to make the money. You know, you yeah. just have to not be scared away by the high price tags. Yeah. Learning, Carrie. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, you, you're right. I need to, I need to push myself on that. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person like, and I do a lot of flipping in the sports card space, which is similar, but adjacent to what we do. But I see guys in, in my space and gals that, that flip cards, they'll spend a thousand dollars and literally flip the card for a thousand and fifty dollars. And I don't understand that wow. logic at all. Like I, I, I could see spending a thousand bucks, but I'm getting a ton of stuff for it. Uh, just yeah. based on my, my background as a picker. So you know, I, I, I should be spending more, though. I'm, I'm notoriously cheap and, and skittish when it comes to big purchases, for sure. Well, Tom, the other week, he bought a lawnmower for like 11000 and then he flipped it a week later for 16000 Wow. So... Wow. Tom's a pro. <laughs> Yeah, That's like he's cool. not af- he's not afraid to spend up on something if he knows there's a profit in it. So Yeah, yeah. that's wild. Cool. That's so impressive. someone someone put a comment, Mel, that I don't really understand. Maybe it'll make sense to you, or maybe it's just nonsense. Our friend over at paulsmerch.com. Oh yes, I love that Paul's place. Merch, uh, he said, "Free my boy Osborne to thrift." Is that Osborne some inside joke with you, or is that just a random Paul's merch being Paul's merch? I'm pretty sure listings? Osborne to thrift is free. He's been out of jail for months now. Yes. And okay. So it doesn't mean anything to you. It's just a random comment from no. the world allegedly based store. I've heard the name Osborne for Thrift. His stuff's great. He just stopped producing content, uh-huh. really. I mean, at okay. least on YouTube and Instagram, really, too. And some of these questions, I, I have to I read them, know. but I, I don't know. Captain Morgan you do you, though? Crazy do said, you? has Mel ever used the line, that's not a knife, this is a knife? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Joy Campbell is asking the hard questions. You went okay. back to Australia all fired up after your visit to the U.S., we see that you didn't follow through on anything. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> That's you. They didn't say that, did they? No. <laughs> no, said, did a lot of stuff. What said, are you talking about? She said you went. No, I was just about to say that. She said you went back to Australia all fired up after your visit to the U.S. U.S. How do you feel you are doing on keeping that same energy up every day? Was the actual yeah. question without me making it mean. <laughs> So I so I, like I did come back all fired up and like I have gone really hard at my eBay store and I haven't done as much content as I wanted like with the I haven't fired up the YouTube as much as I wanted to after I came back from America mm. but I really feel like I had to get the YouTube the eBay because that's been my primarily yeah, yeah. my income where you're making your money I really yeah I really feel like I had to get eBay to a certain point that I can justify you know like I, that's the thing is youtube pays monthly and it's a bit of a roller coaster for me so ebay pays weekly and i need that weekly money so i'm like um focused to get my ebay income to a certain kind of point and then um then i can start doing more of the youtube content that i actually really want to do because 
like I love the YouTube way more than I love doing the eBay, but I really mm-hmm. feel like I had to get, so I was more fired up, I guess, with eBay. Um, and I feel like I've been really good with that. But now that eBay is running so smoothly and systematic for me and I'm through all my death piles and stuff, it means now I can start firing back up on YouTube. And now that I've moved house, like I don't have any more interruptions. Like mm-hmm. I should just be able to, another week or something, I should just be smooth running and then get back into a routine of making that regular content. So we should expect seven to ten long Videos. form pieces okay. of content yeah, yeah. a week like from I now. Have to, I'm ready. I have to beat Philly Flipper. Like I've been yes, chasing yes, his tail for so long. He's got two channels. And... And he's just con- – I don't even know what he – I don't watch it because I've got better things to do, but he's doing a lot of videos. Let me ask you this, so Mel. He does so many videos. Let me ask you this. How many, how many listings – well, first of all, do you do all your own listing? Yes, everything. And how many per day do you try to do? Is it like the tech and sports method, like 30 a day or whatever? I, I'm not great at doing the set amount every single day, especially recently because I had so much death pile. I really just had to – get it listed so there's some days where i would list you know 150 items in one day just that's I'm like me you're like it. me yep and yeah, then will you I, skip a week yes <laughs> me too <laughs> i honestly skip I don't a couple think, months I, no. I honestly don't think it makes a difference a lot of people say oh it's got to be every day but you know i think, I think your, it does. your sales I think can it does. i think your sales can slow or whatever but i i sell most of the people i talk to but why much, wouldn't you why wouldn't you just do? Because I think tech I'm can incapable. and Chris. I'm incapable. Like, why don't you just do the? You could also even schedule them for free now. Yes. To go out yeah. Dude, in if three I've already, days or if eight I've days. If I put the listing up, I'm hitting publish. I'm sorry. I want people to be able to see it right away. I don't. You're want so to... excited, and you're so yeah. Excited I'm so excited. I did the freaking it. work. I, so like today, I did 50 listings, but I didn't do any through the three days before that. And yeah, I, so... you know, I'm like super inconsistent, but it doesn't really seem to. I mean, if I miss two weeks, my sales will slow. A week and a half, my sales will slow. But like, as long well, as you're I, inconsistent like, and you're still making days, as long as maybe you would make more, you'd make more mistakes if you were more consistent. Because like maybe. every video title of yours, something catastrophic has happened. Like oh, my Macari, title! Something. My title for tomorrow's video is "This Made Me Sick," and the whole video, I'm just like burping and stuff because I ate too much lunch. It's literally just about how I ate too much lunch and it made me sick. <laughs> you, you've hit the ma- magical place where you don't this have to say anything sick. important. You don't have to teach anybody anything. You, you've really made the you've made it to the promised land. Yeah, just and it, you know they're gonna think like some message or something or someone they're gonna think I got Kevin with the bag of carrots, right? Someone sent yeah. me a rotten bag of carrots. No, I just ate. Here's what I did: I ate both Domino's and Zaxby's chicken and fries for lunch. And it made me sick. It, it was was a this? Lot of were grease. you omadding it up? Was, yeah, was that it was your like omad my meal? Was feast. double? It was I your had double dinner. I'm like, you know what? I need more food, and so I went to fast food after my fast food. Here's the and thing, though. Omad is one meal a day. You technically kind of cheated. You did I just two meals and tried to make one them meal one time slot. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I, I think, Dave. I think when you list consistently every day, you do get more sales. Yeah. But I'm incapable. I of find it hard. Yeah, it's I've, really I'm, hard. Like the last week when well, I've me been too. moving yeah, and it's had difficult a book to fair. Do. Yeah, I was not. If I'd had listing scheduled, then I would have maintained my like my sales are down today because I haven't listed for quite a few days. Listen, but like when I started doing when I come back from America for October, November, December, like I over doubled my ninety day total because I was listing so much harder and listing so much really? more consistently. Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. I even when I try the schedule thing, because a lot of people like having like the digital death pile or whatever that they can yeah. just hit publish on, 
even if I'm like good for like two days, by day three I'm like oh, I still have forty that aren't listed. List, 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 list. I just list them all. I I can't leave them unlisted. It drives me insane. I have to list them because what if the guy who was gonna buy it only wanted it yesterday, and he went and bought it from someone else? I. But what if he wanted it? Cost. What if he wanted it three weeks from now, and then you sold it before he could get it? Sucks for him. That? He can buy Mel's. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's gone. He can buy Mel's for more money. Well, then why don't you think that way about it, if he needs it today? Then because I it want would the be money better. Too. It would serve you better posting sooner. it. I want the money. Faster. But you want the money consistently, dude. I don't know. Yeah. I I hate money. Is your graph like a roller? Like, is your graph like a real roller What's, coaster? Bar? Is there like a graph on eBay? <laughs> like your sales graph? Wait, I, is there I, analytics I, on eBay? Can we track I, how I, we're doing? Dude, I honestly... All like, I know it, is it always says below average, and I'm about listen, to be, uh, what's it called? Um, expelled people, from the website. People will laugh. Like, there's so many people that, like, watch their business with, like, a fine-tooth comb, and they, like, measure it. They measure the click-through, measure the numbers. I don't look at any of that ever. Like, literally always, have never dug into anything. It's always I the just people working. who are selling it, the least. I make money doing it. When it isn't. Yeah, well, they're looking at the cry love and stuff, and but like for yeah. me, it's just like if I don't feel like I'm making enough money, I just work harder. I don't uh, here's the, the key: the don't don't I worry about do cry and stop trying to sell like I don't know, like what is it, Bengals CDs or whatever, whatever, like 1988 CDs. They're they're not selling very well right now. No, it's old media. No CDs are selling right now, sadly. I think that like doing more work, like that's what I did through Q4. I just did more work. And I increased mm. my sales by like so much money. So you didn't have right to. You that. didn't have to look at a bunch of graphs to figure that out, did you? You just said, "Oh, I'm no. doing more and I'm making more. This is cool." I'm, doing all my, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually doing more work. I'm listing more items and I'm making more money. But yeah. that's the worst. Um, that's the best and the worst part about being full time, though, is when you work harder. When you treat it more like an actual job, the better you actually do. But I was talking to Don yesterday night. And it was during time we were both supposed to be working. We were kind of. And I just went over to Don. I'm like, I'm bored. Actually doing the work is boring and I don't want to do it. But I still did it kind of. But then she reminded me yeah, you could take breaks. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was like on TikTok for 40 minutes straight and forgot. But, you yeah, know. no, Mel, my chart but is serious. garbage. Let me show you. I found my chart. I found it. <laughs> I wonder what my It's, it, it's that completely too. nonsensical. Not, it means nothing to me, but maybe it means something to you. You're in all these expensive groups. You can tell me what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. What, what does this the details mean? for free. Oh, wow. It's up that's a lot here, and then it's up a lot. Maybe that's when I go on my listing stints. When I list like a hundred items, unless you sold something really crazy expensive on that day, how like would I know? December, you yeah, it might have been one of my fifteen hundred dollar comic books. Yeah, it probably was okay, an expensive. That's comic probably book. what that's that was. Probably why. But then what happened down there? You had a no sales Dude, day on one of those days. This day, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I have this. What? Sometimes I have no sales days. Wow, that's so but look, 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 this is. I told you guys my sales are way down in February. Look at this. There's like nothing happening for me right now. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what's going on, but I don't know. Whatever. It's just money. Just sell it on whatnot. It, it's, it always sells on whatnot, Mel. Even if it's for a quarter of what it's worth or a tenth of what it's worth, it sells. I, as long as you're buying well, money. you can make it that way. Yeah. You've got so many platforms to sell on to make your the mm -hmm. amount of money that you need. You've got eBay, you've got whatnot, you've got Posh, Macari, you've got yeah. District, you've got Macari, yeah. you've got your channel members here. You've got all these different things making you so much money. Whereas, like, I've kind of got eBay. And I've got YouTube that makes me a little bit of money, 
but because I'm not very consistent on YouTube, like <laughs> it's never like a it's very consistent miss, yeah. income. I, I but, guarantee though, if you, if you got like super consistent with the YouTube, it would be neck and neck with your eBay sales because you've yeah, already, you've already actually, proven that you'll get the viewers when you put the content out. So yeah, I've, I've, I've said for a while now, I think if I focus more on YouTube, I'd probably make more money off YouTube, but I kind of feel like if I can get my eBay running to a certain point that I can just maintain and then bump the, the YouTube. That's, that that's the really... key. That is the key. Yeah. Every time I put more effort into TikTok or YouTube, something else, or even just TikTok, like my YouTube will suffer. If I focus more on YouTube, TikTok, and I make money on both those. And then eBay suffers. If I focus more on eBay, the other two suffer. It's so hard it's uh, a, it's a balance to, to get act, everything sure. being consistent when yeah. carrie um, was here i focused on tiktok and i made like 800 bucks now i'm doing nothing on tiktok and i'm making nothing it's it's that simple <laughs> it's that yeah. simple you get you know you get the the returns from what you're focused on so yeah but you've got multiple reselling platforms that'll probably yeah. all add up to like the same income that i make on my ebay mm. like you'll probably got the same going by all your I make as much on whatnot as I make on eBay every month for the last like six months it's been that way it's crazy but like there'll be video like I'll do videos where I do my order pulls and I'll have the same amount of sales Poshmark and Mercari revenue wise as eBay for the last couple days like a lot of times that's been happening lately where it's like oh I sold 200 on Mercari 100 on Posh and 300 on eBay it's like oh yeah and then also 700 on whatnot you know, that's like, yeah. so you get it, you put it all together and it's like, oh, wow, it actually, like, I'll be sitting there, I'm like, man, eBay's dead, this sucks, but then I'll be like, but actually I did this and this and this since the last video too, so still going fine. It's just yeah. because I'm diversified, right? And I'm in all these It's other almost platforms. like we have that reseller brain from when we started that eBay, because it eBay really was. eBay is the end all be all, which eBay is, is the barometer for, and it still is for you, Mel, the barometer of whether you're going to be able to pay your bills or be successful doing yeah. this, basically. Yeah. But and do you not you think know, like you, you have to earn a lot of money on eBay to actually by the time you pay all your expenses mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, you you're only really taking a thirty odd percent cut or maybe forty percent, whatever. Like you've got to earn a lot of sales to be actually making. Are a you promoting? A year. Are you promoting yes. on eBay? Okay. Yeah. And what percent yeah. do you promote at? Uh, I chop and change it, and I do experiments on the store, and sometimes I do higher, and sometimes I do. Have you ever tried it. not doing it at all? No. Nah. Because I don't do it at all, ever, 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 ever. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I, does it really make a difference? Do we know for sure? Uh, I mean, I an obscure, an obscure book, Mel. I've that done no it one both. Else has. What about oh, a book that no one else has? But but I focus on selling books that are like bread and butter. Like I'm. I don't know where this light's coming. So in. would you I, not? I, would you not even? It looks like a reflection from your computer screen, actually. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's one of the, oh. the sunlight. Would stuff. you not? So would you not promote at all like a rare Bible that's not even listed by someone else, or you just would by default because you're used to doing it? Yeah, well, mine's just set so that everything I list goes onto like a flat rate promotion rate at so, the moment. But like with a Bible where you've got the only one, you're literally just giving eBay free money. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So don't do that. Pretty, pretty much, but I just Stop manually don't want to have to go in. Like every single time I list otherwise, I manually have to go in and set yeah. it at a like individual. And if I change it back now, I've got like 7,000 listings that I'd need to revise. You can't change it on the one Bible that you're listing for 600 bucks? No. You would mess up everything rating. else. I feel bad flat if I don't promote. Like I'm going to, somebody's going to lose their job at eBay if I don't promote, you know? Because they need the money. They do yeah. need the money. That's true. I didn't think about that. I probably should stop Yeah, promoting. stop being so selfish. I, every time I start promoting, it works for like a minute. 
or for three days, and then it stops working, and I'm back to my normal. Whoa, Mel's super zooming. Yes. What's happening? Over here? <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of that sunlight that's changed. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, okay. So Mel, last last question I had was like, okay, so Amazon's not huge right now, but Amazon is like a mega book platform over here. You don't think it's worth investing time and effort into selling on Amazon over there, even for the future? Not yet. I've spoken to a couple of sellers that are on there. You know, they have tens of thousands of listings and only get like one or two sales a day. So for me, it's Mm. not worth the time yet involved. If there's not a base enough, if there's not enough of a base of people buying, it's not worth my time. Well, but so do they do fulfillment by Amazon? Like they send their books to Amazon's warehouse and then where Amazon ships them. Your friends are doing that. Oh, we can do that here, but it's expensive. It's expensive. And they, you know, if you've got a book that's got a slower sell-through rate, they'll end yeah. up sell- sending it back because they, they won't store it for that long. Okay. So you're going to have those books that got really, really fast sell-through rates, mm-hmm. and that can be hard. That I used to do hard. a lot of video games, and I did fulfillment by Amazon, and it did cost a lot in fees. It was, like, way more in fees. But I would sell the game for way more than if I did Merchant Fulfilled, so it ended up being yeah. more profitable, which I think is, like, Caleb's whole process with the Phoenix resale like even though he's getting more fees because it's selling for 20 bucks more than it's really worth it ends up being worthwhile but yeah if no one's mm-hmm. buying on Amazon at all yeah there's no point yeah, so. yeah it's kind of like Bonanza why bother you know have you I ever you, you bought four to five tons of books you said yeah. right <laughs> where well, are you going to where, where are they going to be stored do you have enough space for that well, currently they'll be stored over at Tom's warehouse, but then uh, mine will come, start coming into me in the next okay. few days. I think he'll start delivering them to me. And I'm just going to have to have a couple of really big days of photography to start getting some of them on the shelf and off the floor. Have you ever considered like putting out ads that like you'll buy books from other people oh, on yeah. Facebook? And, and so like, have you ever thought of just having your own book fair? The back from burnout book fair where you like literally yeah. bring all the inventory and sell it and make a maybe not as much profit but you sell a thousand books in a weekend can you imagine the skew system but can you, you imagine how good the video would be i ran yeah. my own book fair and just talk about like how much you spent on it all like buy a big bulk thing a four ton thing of books and literally just go set up a book fair and you know what your buy-in was right let's say you paid four thousand bucks for your four tons of books i don't know just go individually price them like that other company and just, or, you know, just do flat rate. Every book's five bucks. <laughs> just do that. Yeah. Who cares what other people make? You probably triple your money in a weekend. It's just like, hmm. You're like, oh, no, but so I'm the one buying money. all the books from the book yeah, fair. Yeah, I'm buying so. all the books. <laughs> <laughs> so no one would be there to buy yeah, them. Should... <laughs> that's that's something like, is there a certain part of you that really enjoys selling books in particular? Like, is it something that, that you enjoy like that? Or is it just a niche that you found? I think it's just, I, I like, I enjoy selling the books more than anything. I, I enjoy reselling as such, but I enjoy making videos more than I enjoy reselling. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Anything else you want to say? Uh, subscribe to Back From Burnout. <laughs> subscribe yes. to Back From Burnout. Yes. yes okay. definitely. Are you on Instagram, YouTube, anything else? Twitter, X? I'm on all the platforms as Back From Burnout, but I pretty much only really use YouTube and Instagram. Okay. Okay, I know YouTube I try and do a little bit on Facebook, but no, I'm mainly Instagram and YouTube. But come follow so me if on you're, YouTube. If you're an Australian, you have a bunch of non-rat feces infested books that you'd like to sell at a very discounted <laughs> rate. 
Mel. Yes. Would be the one, one quarter per of. book is the max she wants. Max, she'll pay. Actually, she will not pay a penny actually, more. She's tough on that. You need to pay her to take them. That's yes, 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 exactly. And also, all dead kangaroo picks should go to Commonwealth Picker on Instagram. Yes, don't forget those guys. 